0: You're listening to the Welcome Home Lake Norman Podcast, where we bring in local celebrities and discuss hot topics in the Lake Norman area and get to know a little bit more about these people that we've come to love. So, episode two of the Welcome Home Lake Norman Podcast. I am Ryan Weber, Marketing Director at Thomas Godley Grimes. We're here with Ben Thomas. Partner at Thomas Godley Grimes and our special guest today is Chris Carney. How are we doing, Chris? Doing great, Ryan. I appreciate you guys inviting me. Yeah, so a lot of people aren't as lucky as Ben and I to actually know who you are. So give us a little one minute spiel. I know that's not enough time for you, but a whole one minute to give us the background of who you are and kind of what you do now. Super. Uh, uh, my wife and I moved to
1: Mooresville in 1997. I decided in the early 2000s want to get involved. I uh, sat on a couple committees and I ran for uh, Mooresville Town Board in um, uh, 2005. I uh, served as a Ward 4 Commissioner, which is the west side of Mooresville, the, the lakeside, um, for uh, four years. And then I was the Mayor Pro Tem um, until 2011 when I went to the General Assembly and I served in the North Carolina Senate until 2013. So I've had a really great uh, opportunity to serve the public. and. Very thankful for that. Well,
2: he's got to be Bashful here now, you know. Uh, what Chris did for the town when when he was the town commissioner was incredible. I mean, those were great times. You worked hard and booming years. Yeah, and uh, you were respected by everybody in there. And then we lost you from the town because mm. you got elected to the Senate. That's right. And so you did a great job there. So good you time.
1: Know. Yeah, we did. Bill- the numbers are actually pretty daunting. We did billions of dollars of development over those. Yeah. years for the town, which is uh, which is great. We're proud of all those companies and they've done a great job. And of course, you know, people have flocked here to live. It's a, it's a really great community.
2: Well, I think what's really interesting is what you've done since you left the Senate, because it seems like you got your hands and just about everything that's going around uh, in, in uh, Mooresville with development, businesses coming in. So tell us about your consulting is that right
1: it is and actually it's funny because uh I like to share this Ben is not only a personal friend of mine but he's actually the reason for my success because after I left the general assembly there people don't notice you got like a six month cooling off period and you got to figure out what you're going to do with your life so during that time you can't work with government at all and uh some people have been asking questions about how to maneuver through you know different government hurdles and uh Ben and I kind of sat down and we, we we started talking about where my strengths were and next thing you know some companies had called and what I was able to do was um Start working where uh, development who's looking to come to North Carolina, especially the I-77 corridor, uh, needed a little bit of help just understanding governance speak. You know, what, mm-hmm. what would be the hurdles, what could be complications, and uh, where the opportunities were to kind of knock those down. So, um, fortunate enough, a, a group hired me in 2013, um, and I never looked back. And, and I've had the opportunity to do, as you know, uh, at the latest one is the Corvid Technologies, the big defense mm-hmm. Guys, uh, 88,000 square feet of office building plus, um, you know, some ancillary buildings as well. So, really, that's a big project. State of North Carolina, um, they, just, they just announced uh, another $223 million missile contract. Wow. So, that's a big deal, big deal for North Carolina. So,
2: what are we talking about just on that that particular project that you've worked on? I'm glad you brought that one up because that's really big for Mooresville. And um, how many people are they talking about bringing into to work in that? in that facility?
1: About 365 to in the first few years. And then uh, they're such a fast growing company, we expect it'll, it'll be over 500 pretty fast. So how about that? Yeah, they're amazing. They're all PhDs and uh, masters who are in aerospace, uh, mm-hmm. high level physics. And they, they're the guys that figure out all the problems that government needs figured out. They're amazing. To, to, and, oh, how about that? Uh, yep. yep. That's a, they're a little smarter than we are. They are. And the, the thing that people miss out on actually is kind of the linchpin to our area. Is we've always had a high level of high-skilled uh, employees. Mm. With having racing, you know Penske and right. some of these guys certainly brought in a high high talent. Well, now you've got that next level of talent with aerospace, and um, what you're hoping is that it'll 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 spread and they'll attract like-minded people. And especially since they're starting to link up with universities and stuff. And then the goal will be, um, people don't realize this, but from Mooresville, most of the major engineering universities are, are not very far away. And so they get some great talent, and they can recruit heavily. Um, UNC Charlotte certainly has a great program. NC State has a great program. Virginia Tech, Clemson, Georgia Tech. So yeah. that's why they picked here because they oh, can reach so right. out in all those schools and go And plus, you
2: know, it's such a great place to live. We talked about that a lot in the first podcast we did. And what a great area this is. Yeah, lucky. Yeah, we're very fortunate. And so I I suspect those people will enjoy moving here. Once they see that lake, they're going to be in love
1: with it. Sure. And to be fair, Mooresville, you know this, you've done a great job with it. Mooresville's really spread its wings when it comes to getting into things like uh, um, parks and walking trails. And as that stuff grows, really that's what people expect, who are moving here. It can't just be our our, our education's been wonderful between Iowa State's and Mooresville great. We've been very fortunate. And that's been a huge attraction for young families. But now that you're adding the other stuff, it certainly is becoming uh, even more attractive. So that's I think housing is always going to be a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. We're attractive. The goal is in, in from the government side is to not become a bedroom community. So that's what we try to do is balance right. bringing jobs along with bringing houses. What, what would the bedroom community be? Explain Hun- that. Huntersville. Um, <laughs> Cornelius. Oh, now. Yeah. Well, no, they're, they're a great location. But certainly uh, a lot of people who pick to, to live there are always going to reach down into Charlotte for their jobs. You know, it's just a convenient drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we try to portray here is you can do that, but you know, if you if I said is a headache to you, the best way to do it is not have to drive into Charlotte. What a great time. to get a job right here and we've got great employers, you know, Lowe's corporate for sure is, is a big one. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you've got so many great ones, NGK. I mean, they're really, the list is pretty lengthy. So back in the day when I was serving, our goal was to keep it about, you know, 50, 50 of people who left Mooresville to work and people who came into Mooresville to work. And we've been pretty good about doing that over the years.
2: Yeah, yeah. Who? What other? If you can, I know. I know you're under some confidentiality agreements. But who else can you talk to us about that you've worked with and and what's going on in the area?
1: Sure. Um, obviously, uh, we did the uh, the Costco Academy Sports. That was a big project. Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, was exciting. Been um, uh, able to work with some of the the hotels. Remembering Morsley, as you know, has had. Uh, We haven't had maybe the higher level of hotels yet. We've got some good ones, but um, really convention center type stuff we've been able to work on, so some of that's um, looking to come. Um, To be fair, that Langtree corridor, really, really booming. It's going to be exciting. So uh, most of the people who have been developing down there have done a high-level development, so it's going to be exciting to see how that that goes. Um, And and certainly we still have some more uh, mixed-use type with kind of mimicking a Morrison plantation and the other sections of town. So Mooresville is going to start spreading its wings to the southeast a little bit more, uh, for sure. So that southeast would be? Kind of Mount Morne, east of downtown, east and south What do you see happening there? Uh, Well, basically kind of what you saw on the west side, you're going to start seeing uh, a high quality uh, of housing that's going to come in. Um, So if you're a realtor, it's going to be exciting times for you, for sure. Um, and along with that, as you build housing, you get a lot of the retail that falls. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, it's better than anybody does, but you can't have retail unless you have housing. And so that area has been, um, you know, a little slower with some of the big housing developments. Mm -hmm. So as that grows, you're going to see some more retail come and it is such a hop, skip jump from there down into Davidson. It'll really kind of pull that area probably together because you can take 115 and be right in downtown Davidson if you want to. So it'll be, be fun for people Mm -hmm. who want to have that lifestyle.
2: And, um, and so, what about the North? I mean, what are we looking at as far as North Mooresville,
1: do you think? The uh, uh, Cornelius Road area, certainly. Right. Um, with that interchange coming, it's, it's going to be great. Is it coming? Because I've heard coming. that, I said
2: last time, I've heard that since 89. It's 89. coming,
1: it is, it's coming. It is, okay. um, there's certainly some people probably a little bit more knowledgeable than me because it is probably a, a government uh, schedule. But um, uh, it looks like, um, in Mooresville currently, if you wanted roads, this is the time you're going to get them now. It will be painful. And um, so right now, there's about five major projects are all happening between 2019 and 2024. Mm. But they're they're major projects. You're talking about Highway 150, 15. I mean Highway 150. Talking about um, so Williamson that one, Road. That one, they're
2: just going to widen 150 um, all the way.
1: Yeah, to, it's going to take out a lot of businesses. You know, there's quite a bit of widening going on with that. Um, okay. Williamson Road obviously is getting widened. Um, you're getting some interchange upgrades to 36. Um, you're getting Cornelius, obviously, as, as well. So, I mean, those are those are massive projects. And what do you see that Cornelius Road being? That's a great idea. Actually, people don't realize this, but we have a massive industrial park. Mm-hmm. Actually, two of them. And and that current traffic has to use exit 36 or go up to Troutman and use mm-hmm. um, 42. And with with bringing that new interchange in the truck traffic will be come off 36, and they'll go directly onto the interstate with that connector road that connects Cornelius to Mazeppa. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a huge help for us. Um, I think the last number I saw, for a truck to get on the interstate, he had to use 13 or 16 stoplights. Ooh, Yeah, so that doesn't help traffic, obviously, on 150. So it's certainly going to move a lot of that. And, and the goal, I think, will be not to have Cornelius as much of a retail center. as It is more of an east-west moving of traffic. So a lot right. of people will be able to use that, get off 150 a little bit.
2: Great. So, um, are we going to convince you to run for office? No. but You're not you. going to do it again? No,
1: sir. Not now. Uh, uh, as you know, I've got a great family. My daughter's in Chapel Hill uh, and uh, my yeah, son. Yeah, I heard you
2: were now a Chapel Hill fan, but you were actually a uh,
1: – NC State. An uh, NC State uh, guy. Well, I was tell you, when you send uh, – the. Couple of tuition checks there a year makes you change your <laughs> mind a little bit. I wasn't I wasn't lucky to get mine to follow in my footsteps like you were. Uh, but uh, sitting them
2: down to LSU, I understand your pain. That's so exactly right.
1: Yeah. So we're excited you now. So Francie and I, we've got one one child left at home. Will, who's just a great kid, and um, he's a freshman in high school. So you know, uh, I, I, unfortunately, most of my children parted with me for a long time while I did that. So this is my opportunity to really um, enjoy. Kind of the rest of time with them. But you know, then I'm still a fairly young guy, 47. I started when I was in my early 30s. So I think that um, it'll be great to go ahead and see where Will goes to college and then I'll jump back into something for sure. we have got
0: four years until. Uh, Carney, what's that? that? Carney 2024?
1: Yeah, we got some good guys. Uh, uh, John Fraley's uh, uh, Fraley a good one, and Vicky Sawyer both are doing a great job on um, for us. So the good news is that we're in great hands, and I uh, can take a little longer before we get back in. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great.
2: So, Chris, if you could, what what are your what do you see Morsel being in
1: five, ten, fifteen years from now? So, uh, to be fair, I think these next five years are going to be hard just because of the amount of infrastructure we're putting in. But but as we all know, you got to kind of go through that pain to set yourself up for the next step of success. So you know, 77 will be done already. So what we'll be able to do is move some people in and out of Charlotte, but we'll just have to fix our internal infrastructure. But um, once that's done, the sky's the limit. To be fair, because we'll be able to really move traffic around. I see a a, a lot more corporate centers. Mm. Um, I think we will be a really hot place for corporate, um, which is great. Uh, people are some a lot of people tired of driving in Charlotte. So I, I, if you're if you're um, if you're in that world, I think you're going to be able to find some great jobs, and I, so I would see that being a, a booming. Uh, I think that defense is just getting started. I think that we're going to really be able to go attract some really high talent that way. Some of your some of your big guys, I think, are going to look here.
0: And we've got a lot of defense like, that people don't know of because you can't really say what you do. But I mean, I know four or five different companies that do very well that are defense, which you wouldn't think of Mooresville as a defense area.
1: 100% right. Uh, I always laugh at the stuff you wish you could talk about to people, but you're 100% right. Some of the um, biggest NSA type uh, technologies come right here out of Mooresville. Hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a that's a really interesting way of doing it. And I always laugh. Every level of government you move up, you find some more secrets out, and some of them you kind of wish you didn't know, and then some of them you really you're happy to know. you just can't tell anybody about them. So it's kind of exciting times. But um, yeah, we got some really great. Uh, we we do we have. I'll tell you really the problem that Mooresville is going to have to expand, not just Mooresville but North Carolina in general, is uh you know when we were growing up here as 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 young adults. If you didn't necessarily go to college or go find a technical profession, let's say heating and air, stuff like that, which of course is that's probably the geniuses of Morrisville if you're in that profession right now. Um, You kind of made your way into the mills and you Mm -hmm. could really work hard and work your way up and you could end up with a really middle management, great job, Mm -hmm. provide for your kids and they could go to college. That whole world is still falling off in North Carolina. So you've just got an underemployed segment of society that, that has the skills and the want to be, uh, to have a higher skilled job. That's the part where really, I think you're gonna see us having to focus a little bit more on bringing in like a high skilled manufacturing type. And we've got plenty of talent. We just have to go ahead and recruit some of those companies cause that'll really even out
2: is um, that is that a training issue as well is. for these folks, it and is. and how is that
1: being addressed, you think, or how will it be addressed? Uh, Tim Brewer would be a great one if you ever wanted to talk to have in. Um, Tim Brewer is is really ahead of the curve at looking at it. It's the fact that North Carolina as a state has talked about it for a while. We just haven't necessarily implemented everything. Lieutenant Governor Force is, is another been a big one pushing some of that. So there's certainly some some champions of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, certainly Representative Sane out of Lincoln has, has pushed it as well. But um, what, what we just have to do is just have to get those companies to start seeing North Carolina. To be fair, you get a car manufacturer to come to North Carolina, it changes our dynamics forever. Oh. You know, it's just a different world. So we we're we're hitting really the high end, and we're hitting a good. Medium, but we're, we're we're missing that little that little segment. So we need a, a high end manufacturer to really make a big difference for us.
2: And you know what's exciting about that kind of stuff coming is better restaurants, baby. I <laughs> you
1: know. I like to eat more. Cages than you like do. D, uh, I know. like to eat. like That's for sure. I tell you, man. No, like and we eat, already man. have some good ones. We you, got you some know? good ones. I had crew last night. I yeah. uh, did. Yeah, you? did. All, All right. No plugs here. Day, now, No plugs right. here. If you live a in a and Metacruz, you you really missed out.
0: One of the things that Ben and I were talking about, you know, a little bit down the road or a little bit in the past, we were talking about kind of some leisure things. Yeah, we have the lake, which is great. You know, State park. Yeah, Uh, you've got the lake, the state park. It's a lot of natural stuff, but there's not a lot of leisure or activities to go do in Mooresville. You have to go out of Mooresville. And so I'm looking forward to people bringing... Activities to do on the weekends or, or on an evening where you can go and, and have some fun rather than waiting till it's warm. That, out that's a millennial
2: talking, so we don't even understand what he's <laughs> talking right. about. Doing what, what's fun, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> what is
1: fun? But in fairness, Ryan, you're, you're dead on the fact. I, people always ask me what my biggest mistake or regret. You know, obviously over the, all those years and votes, and there's certainly a few that's, that will stand out. But but as a policy, my biggest regret. Is we had started working on Morville becoming a travel and tourism destination, mm-hmm. uh, especially with youth athletics. That's it's almost recession proof in some ways. Yeah. Parents mm-hmm. will always spend money on their kids, and we kind of got into it when we were looking at doing the baseball. And it really what happened was as the private side faltered, we, we got cold feet, and the public side faltered as well. And what should have happened, to be fair, is we should have just dove in to that to that water. Because to be fair, if we had a, you know. 12 to 20 field complex here with our weather our adjacent mm-hmm. to the airport um the amount of hotels we have readily available restaurants it's all if you play in a tournament a lot of places you spend a lot of time driving right. back and forth right. we literally could have held tournaments people could have slept a couple miles away ate a couple miles away um and we would be the go-to place and people don't know this but uh a is a 60 um, percent of the population of the united states is within a one-day drive of Morsel and family, that's the kind of stuff families plan around right everybody can be in the car for one day yeah right and um so that that's where we missed and and i hope someday we'll circle back to that i, I could see it happening we still have all those great things going for us um, not to mention, you know, the recreation gets to use it when you're not, which is great for the kids. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's probably the biggest mistake. Uh, I don't know if you guys – you know Ron Johnson well, travel oh, tourism. Yeah. He, he worked Ra- hard for he, that he he did, year. and honestly, I look at him all the time and hug him and tell him, I'm sorry, we really should That's a
2: should've. guy that's done a lot
1: he for He is a fantastic one. human yeah, being. He's, he's great. Lucky to have had him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him, Sarah Todd, I mean, there's some of those that are just legends. Well, I think
2: we're lucky to have you, bro. Thank you, brother. You keep working, doing yeah, your I thing, really more as well. And we best. appreciate you being on here today. I appreciate what you do. You're a great lawyer. Oh, yeah. come on, now. You to <laughs> throw don't, that Don't out blow yeah, his head good up. Man. Come on. Yeah, they cut that out of you. Bro. That's right. That's right. Well, right. We
0: appreciate being on, Chris. And uh, we look forward to our next episode next Friday. So we will see you back next week with Episode 3 of the Welcome Home Lake Norman Podcast.